Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Music of Life Church podcast. We are in season seven and are carefully addressing some very serious issues. Today, we're going to discuss the abortion episode. If you haven't heard the What the Flock episode, please give it a listen. The information in that episode is necessary to fully benefit from this Music of Life Church podcast companion episode. And in this episode, we're going to help you understand how to interact with a person who holds a belief differently than the one based in biblical doctrine. We're doing this in order to help you lead with love, both to those who have hurt others and those who have been hurt. I'm Jonathan Fries here with Joel Swikowski. Hey, Joel, what are your initial thoughts from the abortion episode? This is one of the hardest topics to talk about. Yes, sir. Yeah. This is this is why even talking about contraceptives was hard because that topic is closely in it and it connects directly to the abortion topic. But I'll tell you one of the one of the things that helped me be able to talk with anybody about this about this topic was when I learned the ought perspective or should abortions happen Mm. when i realized when i was taught when i was exposed to this perspective that everyone agrees abortions shouldn't happen it kind of gave me this backward step i was able to take realizing i can have i can have this conversation with anybody and then what ends up happening is it ends up getting to a conversation about why one would get an abortion. Yep. If it happened. Yep. It just really kind of it kind of released the pressure off of me to have a right or a, a right answer to should someone get an abortion or not was just like wait, let's start from whether a person gets an abortion or not. There's a deeper issue as to why it needed why this conversation is even happening in the first place or why this decision is needing to be made in the first place. Right. And really what I'm seeing this gets back to how do you deal like the sex before marriage episode, man? I know. Men Season versus one. women episode. Yeah. Oh, and the yeah, and the man versus women stuff where we're talking you want to you want to get to the dissolve answer. That's for unwanted it. pregnancies, you're talking about what does it mean to be a man? What does it mean to be a woman? What does it mean to be married? Yeah. When you have those three things figured out, that's going to be the thing that's going to result in there being less unwanted pregnancies. It's, it, and also, it's going to be the thing that helps us be be healthy in our relationships and in who God created us to be, which as a result, could even decrease the amount of unsafe pregnancies. Yeah. And because I think, you know, it's it's all in this unwanted yeah. pregnancy. Yep. You know, let's let's you know, people that want children, why do they want children? You know, people who are having sex, why are they having sex? People who are, you know, and and with so much um, you know, I just t- taking backward steps and going, boy, we, we, we need more men in the world. <laughs> yeah. We've failed as a culture, as a society. Yeah. To grow men. And, you know, I always like to say that 
the big the big issues in the world can be traced back to uh boys being in charge yeah yeah and the damage that that boys have caused not being men and not putting the benefit of other people ahead of themselves right Thanks, Jonathan. Yeah, I, I appreciate that perspective as well. Can you give an overview of the damage done with this episode's topic? Yes, I can, Joel. As I talked about in the What the Flock episode, it is imperative that we strive to repeat back to the other person what they believe to their satisfaction, not to my satisfaction, to their satisfaction. This is where repair begins. This is how we get stronger at the end of a break. When a bone breaks, your body repairs it, your bone becomes stronger. The only way that that repair begins is with understanding the other person first. If agreement happens, it happens after understanding takes place. And we are not in control of agreement. Wah, wah. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah. We're only in control of understanding. And that understanding, what we are in control of, is what we are focused on here. So an overview of both sides of the issue, Mr. Strict believes abortion is murder. And Mr. Loose believes it's up to the conscience of the individual because they know what's best for themselves. It's their body. Great. Thank you for sharing that. I'd love to repeat back to you now, to your satisfaction. So what I'm hearing you say is first, if we're going to have a profitable discussion about anything and we want to build and be edifying and repair, especially in light of the damage that these topics have done, we need to understand the other person first. That is the way towards getting to agreement. So the most simply put opposing sides of this topic is the strict side would say abortions murder and the loose side would say it's my body i can i determine what's best for myself and it's my choice so is that to your satisfaction John? oh it's so good okay so speaking of dealing with people how would you handle a person who holds a man-made belief about this topic or any belief outside of the truth well, let's take a careful look. I want to be careful. Some of these are really emotional perspectives. It depends on what a person believes about this topic. So I'm going to go through five common options and a recommended response based on what we learned in the What the Fuck episode. And just want a big reminder, even this part of the episode is just trying to give you more tools to understand another person. The recommended responses are not with the intention of you winning an argument. Mm -hmm. The recommended responses are what's a question or a statement I could make that would help me have a deeper, more profitable conversation with this person. Mm -hmm. So number one, if somebody says to you, abortions murder you're a murderer there is a way to handle that statement where it's not oh now i have to shoot an arrow back at them i can ask them a question and maybe understand what their what their point is 
And I could simply ask this person, well, what about if the baby or the fetus was going to end the mother's life? Simple as that. Well, that's a hypothetical. I've heard that before. Here's my new response to somebody saying, Joel, but that's a hypothetical. I don't want to talk about hypotheticals. Say, okay, don't ever go to the movies anymore. Don't ever read fiction books. That's what I would say to an unbeliever. So you're never going to hear somebody tell a joke or a story. Right, Here's what I'm gonna... you're, not, you're not considering a perspective that is a hypothetical. You won't right, even consider right. it. That's a, right. it's invalid if it's yeah. made Hypothetical up. Hypothetical man is made up. So here's what I'll say to a believer. So stop reading the Gospels then because Jesus used parables all the time. Oh! Hey, imagine there's this guy who runs a vineyard. <laughs> Jesus is constantly saying, hypothetical for you. Mm. What what would you do if this happened? So anyways, yeah, get that side tangent out of the way. You just ask, what if the fetus was going to end the mother's life? Hopefully that would foster conversation with this person. Cool. Number two, someone could say these unwanted children would grow up to be criminals. I could simply ask that person all the time. In every case, like, yeah, I get you're likely getting your data from the Freakonomics book that we re referred to in the What the Flock episode. And you might be right as far as a high percentage. But in every case, this is guaranteed to happen. Mm -hmm. Number three. You might hear abortion creates a culture where life is disposable. Well, I could say to that person, what's your definition of life? And here's another one that I, I think might even work better is, are, are you saying the culture you're currently in is life affirming? So it's the abortion that's turning this culture into a one where it believes life is disposable. <laughs> nice. With, without abortion, we'd just be a life-affirming culture, right? Which I think that kind of could expose this, what we were ranting about earlier, where it's like, I mean, when, when the, the, the culture is making an argument over whether or not we should or shouldn't use abortion as a means to, to ending a pregnancy there's a deeper issue already with how it perceives life mm. and it doesn't even have to do with whether or not a woman's having an unwanted pregnancy anyways number four it's the woman's body no one should be able to tell her what to do with it you just ask her even if it's ending the life of a child and number five it's not a child until it's born, so it's not murder. I could ask that person, so you're saying life happens once the child leaves the womb? Maybe a follow-up could be, so are you saying the child wasn't alive the day before it was born? Hmm. So again, we got a lot of opposing, kind of some a, a lot more you know, emotional perspectives here, but there are yeah. questions or things we can share with these people, regardless of what they believe 
to have a conversation about what they believe. Now, you'll find out how they respond to your response as to whether or not they actually want to have a civil discussion. And if not, then you have every right to just walk away. Excellent. Great perspectives. Joel, can you remind us once more the ultimate answer? Yes, sir. So ultimately, when interacting with either side, the person ought to take direction from God via grace in order to love that person. Grace and love are key to avoiding enabling and key to avoiding judging the other person with the hopes of either winning them or edifying them. Now, we know that God can open or close a woman's womb. This is supported throughout Scripture. Yet God never caused a pregnancy. Again, we we said this in the contraceptive episodes. We're saying it here again. We said it in the What the Flog episode again. You know, the one exception of the pregnancy God caused was Jesus. The reason we're saying this is because we want to justify God. Regardless of what your belief or perspective is about abortion, about pregnancy, about unwanted or unsafe or whatever. Let's start from a place of justifying God. Nice. We find ways to clean up the messes we make. We shouldn't blame God for doing it wrong. Nice. So with that out of the way, that doesn't mean God doesn't care what our decisions are when it, when we come down these paths of having to make these tough decisions. God has our back. He has a plan for us. He gives us a purpose. And he also gives us the influence in order to love people regardless of what they believe. And especially when those people believe something differently than I do. So in the specific case of abortion, in order to be able to connect with multiple different perspectives regarding this topic, we went through four different approaches. There's the complete ban approach, the special cases approach, the early pregnancy approach, and the unlimited abortion approach. Understanding the different approaches there just gives us more of an ability to connect with people of all different uniquenesses, not only in who they are, but also in what their thought process is, and also in what their worldview is. Because we are different in the who God created us to be. We are all walking around with one of four thought processes. But in addition to that, we all have different belief systems. So the more we understand about the different approaches to abortion, the more likely we're going to be able to connect with anybody, regardless of what they believe about this topic. And we know a great place to start, a great perspective to have about abortions is that regardless of what belief a person has about abortion, everyone agrees on the fact that abortions shouldn't happen. When we start talking about when's the right situation or is there a right situation for a woman to have an abortion is a different conversation than should they happen in the first place. And when we deal directly in sol- trying to solve the problem of abortion, we're missing the intangible and spiritual cause that God would want us to focus on. So at this point, we're not trying to agree or disagree with any perspective. The ultimate answer comes down to 
how do we deal with people who are unique? How do we deal with people who are either believers or unbelievers? Mm -hmm. How do we deal with people who are either weak in the faith or strong in the faith? How do we bring a benefit to anybody regardless of what they believe? That's great. Okay. So I want to repeat back the ultimate answer to you, Joel and dear listener, feel free to pause the episode and repeat back what Joel shared for yourself before moving on. Okay. Now that you're back. Hi everyone. Joel, one of the first things I want to want to state back to you is, you know, this belief that what you shared is ought abortions to happen. No. And everyone can agree that, that pregnancies ought to be something that people want. Right. And if you don't want to be pregnant, that sucks. And you are pregnant. Yeah, right. We Pregnancy is something that ev- it should be something that's that people want. Right. I think everybody ought every everyone t- agrees that when someone's pregnant, it ought to be a yay. yay! Hooray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Big reveal. Yeah. Amazing. We're pregnant, crying, tearing, hugging, jumping, yeah. laughing. That's what shouldn't it be like that, everybody? Shouldn't it be? Yeah, we did. Yes, yeah, we're pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So we all can agree with that. Now, as we approach the 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 topic and and you know abortion, we ought to be loving and leading the other person by taking direction from God. Should be hearing them focus on what their perspective is. And regarding the specific case, there are four categories, a complete ban, special cases, early pregnancy, and unlimited abortion. Now, our goal is not to uh, get people to believe what we believe. Our goal is to understand where they're at in, in, in their spirituality and are they a believer? Are they an unbeliever? Are they strong in the faith? Are they weak in the faith? Et cetera. Find out where they're at and then love them according to what they, you know, uh, the value, give them a value without expecting anything in return right. to win them and hear them. Yeah. And then go forward with the conversation as God is directing you to do that. We've we've emphasized just like in the, you know, and you you helped us see this again, Joel. But just like in the contraceptive episode, you showed us that that God can open a woman's womb, but He doesn't make pregnancies happen. Right. He's impregnated one human. Yeah, one. And that was Jesus. You know, Jesus was the person. He impregnated Jesus's mom, Mary. But God does form us in the womb. He gives us a soul. He's amazing. He's, you know, we learned about God resting and him responding to us. And this is an example of when humans decide to make babies, that God responds by giving that baby a soul and knitting it together in its mother's womb. So we're not trying to agree or disagree with perspectives. We're trying to have a discussion. Can we just talk (laughs) can we just be human beings if we can't talk we're not being humans but if we can talk we can win each other 
How's that, Joel? I'm satisfied. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to everyone who's listening. This has been the Music of Life Church podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please let us know. We'll see you next time.